Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I'm chatting all about how you can still love yourself, but still want to make some changes. Peaceful Power Podcast is here to help you live a movement-based lifestyle, utilizing fitness, yoga, and Ayurvedic techniques. Each week, I'll bring you a motivational guest or a solo show geared to help you take action to live that peaceful, powerful life. So today's episode, we are chatting all about, you know, body love, body positivity, wanting to change how it all plays kind of together in one big picture. Because I think a lot of the times when we see the body positivity movement, we really get stuck in the, well, what if I actually do want to lose 20 pounds and I still love myself, but I still want to make changes. So sometimes I feel like what's getting lost in translation is that in-between area where we, yeah, we, we do love ourselves, but yeah, I do actually do want to make some changes. I would love if um, maybe my glutes were a little bigger, my abs could be seen a little more, whatever you want to say. Like that is something that I think there is room for. And I think there is room for change, but you can still love yourself at the same time. So, um, and I'm not talking about necessarily just like vanity things where you're like, oh, I just want to lose those five pounds just because we want to reach a number on the scale. That's not necessarily what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like, um, for me, for example, after, you know, giving birth to my son, I still had, so I gained about 50 pounds. And so I still had 40 pounds to lose after giving birth to him. Like the weight did not come off me. Um, and I know some people say, yes, breastfeeding will do it. Breastfeeding did not do it for me. It did not even leave me until I was done breastfeeding. So I always want to like caution women who think that that is going to be how it, how the weight magically falls off. That's not how it always works. Um, and so making sure that like, yeah, I still, I, I love myself and I loved that I gave birth to him and I loved, um, you know, becoming a mom, but I didn't love that I had the extra 40 pounds that were just kind of hanging around. So one of the things that I did, um, you know, was really kind of have that relationship with loving and accepting myself and understanding, okay, this is my, this might, maybe it won't come off as easily. Maybe it will never come off. So how can I kind of still want to make those changes, but still accept like this could be my new body? Um, and that is kind of that gray area that I feel so many of us play in. For myself, um, you know, I did end up losing the 40 pounds after I stopped breastfeeding and, you know, my hormones kind of fluctuated and then, you know, leveled off. Um, but that's something that I feel truly passionate about because there's so many of us that maybe have um, a similar experience where you're just like, okay, I really need to lose 20 pounds so my knee will feel better, you know, because you're, if I've actually had um, a few clients who have had, want to, um, or possibly have to have knee replacement surgery and 20 pounds, if they lose 20 pounds would actually make their knees feel so much better and they wouldn't need to have to have their knee replacement surgery. I mean, it could be something like this. These are like functional things that I'm talking about. Um, and I think so many of us, you know, feel bad about saying our goals, you know, and still saying, but I do, I still love myself, but I still do have these few goals in mind that I want to reach. I think there's nothing wrong with that. So, um, I want to share, just a few stories because I have like three different stories I want to share with you guys today just about um, loving yourself but still wanting to change, um, minding your own body's business versus kind of judging other women's bodies and just kind of the whole role that society and these um, different stories end up playing in our lives. So the first one that I want to share with you guys is a little, little lesson about not letting somebody else's body define your own. So one of the days I was at the gym that I rent space from, um, I noticed during my workout there, 
a gal at our, again, it's a small gym that everyone knows everyone gasp. She took her shirt off and she was just wearing a sports bra to work out in. So when you're at one of these smaller gyms, sometimes that that's rare. Like usually I don't think I've ever seen anyone work out in just a sports bra there. So if I'm going to be real honest at first, I noticed I was, I was going to judge her. I wanted to judge her myself, but then I stopped myself and I questioned like, why, why, why am I doing this? Why do I care to judge her body? She has an amazing rocking body. Why, why, um, why am I going to perceive that she is a certain way because she did that? So my conclusion I came to is I, I just truly didn't care. You know, she was in great shape. She had a long sleeve shirt on. She got hot and she took it off. No biggie. You know, I wish that I had the confidence to do that. Like I still don't know if I would, I don't know if I would just whip off my shirt and just go in my sports bra. Um, you know, now I was not the only female there who witnessed this and, um, I could sense some of the other females, um, who were training with a trainer. They could just judgment, just kind of daggerize in her direction. Um, and my, and then she was whispering to the trainer and to everyone who could, anyone remotely came close to her and just kind of pointed to this girl. And again, it's a small space. Like this girl probably can feel this coming her way. But my question is why, you know, why are we doing that? Where does that stem from in our society? You know, her body has nothing to do with our own, you know, and ultimately it's our own securities, our own insecurities that are coming up, you know? So we end up gossiping and talking poorly about someone that we don't even know. You know, we have no idea what's going on with that girl you know, and from what I was witnessing too, like after getting, you know, a little bit closer to where she was working out, I'm like, oh, she actually seems like she could be just kind of an insecure person just based on kind of the energy I was getting from her. So this was probably a big deal for her to even do that. And I think, wow, you know, like why, why are we going to do that? Why are we going to judge her for her body when it really is not our business? You know, so really, can we stop the whispering and the judging? Because if we're doing it, most likely we assume people are doing the same thing about our bodies and about us, you know, but really it's, you can't let that define who you are. You can't let just your body define everything about you. You know, that shows just a lot of insecurity. So take that time instead of the judging to do some internal work, you know, notice if those feelings are coming up, journal meditate, talk with a friend, you know, or your mom to see where those feelings first came up, you know, start to work on reprogramming your thoughts when you notice yourself feeling triggered. So don't let judgment be your default. Instead, choose compassion for others and yourself. So I want you guys to really think about that and how you can incorporate that. And I think actually talking to, you know, your mom would be a great start because that's probably somehow interwoven. They would probably start to see, oh yeah, Maybe you did make comments or I made comments and this happened when you were younger. Um, and that's, that might be where it started. Like for me, the one thing that sticks out to me, and I don't know why my mom always did this when we were at shopping malls and the story that kind of was in my head that anytime that we saw like young boys, like close to my age, when I was in high school, she always be like, Oh, they were checking you out. Oh, they were looking at you. She would always say this to me after we, after they passed us and we walked by each other. And I always just remember, you know, telling my mom, no, mom, they're looking at you, you know, and she'd be like, no, they're not looking at me. Come on now. That's a joke. You know, and just, I just remember this. I don't know why this just sticks out in my head, but every time we went to a mall, that's always what happened. And that's usually always was my response was no, mom, they're looking at you. And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, just to 
those are how little patterns get ingrained in our head. You know, and to me, that didn't leave an impression one way, I guess, or another. It just left an impression that that's what my mom always said. And, you know, like that was kind of her insecurities to be like, oh, maybe they were looking at her, but she didn't want to acknowledge it. And just kind of accepting like a compliment even. But that's something that I think we have those stories that maybe we need to start to dig deep in and figure out where that's coming from. So that's the first story I wanted to share with you guys, um, just about trying to release the judgment of other people and judgment of their bodies and comparing it to our bodies and putting um, what our bodies, you know, should look like, you know, because that's kind of the next story that I want to tackle is about the, oh, I should look a certain way. So this next one I want to talk about is body image and our relationship with ourselves. It can be such a tricky roller coaster ride. So a few months ago, I challenged my hustle, muscle, and flow gals to share the relationship with their abs, you know, aka your core or your midsection. So our theme that month was cardio. I can't ask them to do that unless, of course, I went first. So let me tell you, when I first started, you know, kind of exploring this topic with myself, it's a loaded one. And I know it is for many of us women. You know, our midsection is just, for whatever reason, that's kind of a soft, tricky um, hard topic for us to grasp. So for me, it started when I was 16. I used to do around a thousand crunches of some, of some sort every evening, like a thousand, like smack my head. Holy moly. Why was I doing that many? But I remember when an article came out saying that Britney Spears does a thousand every day. And my friends commented, Oh my gosh, that's so many. Meanwhile, I was like, Oh, well, that's what I've been doing, you know, like for the past how many years <laughs> trying to get a six pack. Um, and yeah, actually I did have a killer six pack. Like looking back when, of course, when I was in high school, I did not see it that way. But looking back, I was like, yes, no, you did. You know, we just can never accept or even look at our body when we're in it to see how and appreciate all of the good qualities we have. So that's just a lesson in and of itself. It's not the point of this one, but uh, what I'm sharing right now, but I do want you guys to know that appreciate your body for what it is today because it's always changing. It's always evolving as we do. So try to do the best you can there. Now, when college came around, um, continuing on with my other story here, <laughs> I came, I indulged in typical college night outs, you know, for the most part, I still had a flatter stomach, you know, even through the late nights of beer and pizza. But then what really came to kind of my, I don't know, want to say my holy moly, I have a brand new relationship with my body was after becoming a mom. So not saying that I don't have a great stomach because I don't hate it. It's just different. It's just different now. Um, you know, I also really don't care about having a six pack anymore. I just have different priorities in my life at this time. But the one area I do want to work on is accepting a softer midsection. So when I was at the Bliss Project this past um, year, they said to put a hand on your stomach. You know, we were asked to do that at the retreat and at the yoga class that I attended. So that one hit me hard. You know, in the past, I enjoyed the feeling of a hard as rock stomach with no, with no fluffy feelings. Now I can feel maybe a slight roll. You know, I can feel insecurity and feelings of I'm not good enough starting to bubble up when I feel that. And all of that stems from what I think I quote unquote should look like or that I should still have the body that I did when I was 16. You know, I think so many of us do this to ourselves. You know, I don't know why, um, you know, maybe possibly lots of past programming again, you know, thinking that this is how it should be. 
I should always look like I did when I was 16. You know, we have a tough time accepting, but still wanting to work on ourselves. You know, I think that we can still want to change and still love ourselves. The change, it can be a physical one or the change might be a mental one, but learning to embrace yourself where you're at is a great starting point, no matter what work you want to do on yourself. So I think this story, really the key of it is to know that it's okay, but acknowledge where you are right now. You know, just as I said, as I was kind of slowly getting off on a tangent in the middle of my story, that acknowledging where you're at right now, because your body might change, it will change, it probably will change, because we all do, we evolve, and it's going to look different. You know, from your body at the age of 16 looks different than it does at 26, than it does at 36, 46, 56. You know, I trained my 96-year-olds, ask them, their body looks different. And it's all about that evolution. You know, and unfortunately, actually, a few of my 90-year-olds were like, how can I get rid of these bat wings? And I'm like, oh, man, even at the age of 92, you know, she still wants to change or, like, get rid of these bat wings on her arms, as she calls them. Wow. You know, at 92, like, that's something that I'm like, I don't want to live a life of 92 years striving for something that, at the end of the day, is it really going to make you that much happier? You know, that's really probably what we're striving for is a feeling. You know, we're striving for that feeling. We're striving for, um, you know, I just want to feel healthy. I just want to feel better. And we think that's it. And a lot of the times it's not. And I think that's what we really have to, you know, take away from that second story is to really just acknowledge where you are, understand that you still might want to make some changes, but understand, okay, what are those changes? What am I really looking for? Because at the end of my day, I really wanted to find was I wanted to feel like myself again because I just felt off. And of course, you know, losing the weight did help because I didn't recognize myself anymore, you know, after giving birth to my son. And, um, you know, coming to that acceptance where everything is okay, it's, it's all going to work out. And it can be hard. And it's, it is hard. It's not can be, it is. Uh, journaling, again, is just so key to get into your head and write it all down to help you kind of reflect on what's going on. All right, so I have one final, you know, story that I wanted to share with you guys about, you know, just body image and self-love and wanting to make changes. So this one was one um, that actually happened probably in, I guess in April it would have been because around Easter time. So I stepped on the scale for the first time since November. So I hadn't been on the scale in like six months and I had gained six pounds. Um, you know, my initial reaction, you know, wasn't shock because basically I knew my habits, uh, were not solid those past few months. I stayed up way too many late nights, had a few too many glasses of wine and it was also around Easter. So those mini Cadbury eggs, oh my gosh, I loved those. So I might've had a bag or two of those a week. So, you know, of course I wasn't shocked when I saw that the scale was up. Now I share with this, you know, with you guys, because trainers, wellness coaches, we're all just real people. You know, we all fall in and out of habits. Now, the main thing is how do you turn it around? So I basically turned around by eating few foods that would fuel me. That for myself is more vegetables, less snacking, sticking to my early lighter dinners, prioritizing my workouts again, and then watching my wine intake. So those are some of the basic steps that really helped turn my ship around. You know, it's not crash dieting. 
cutting out anything, spending hours at the gym. You know, like that's something that I think a lot of us get stuck in is that we think we have to, you know, just instead of doing little changes, we're like, nope, we're going on this hardcore diet. It's going to be it for the next two months. I need to get in the gym for at least an hour every day and I need to cut out gluten. Like we just give ourselves such hard things to follow. No wonder they don't, they don't stick. Like we just totally from going from all of these, you know, habits, staying up too late, indulging too much, we're going to cut everything out. Our bodies don't work like that. They just, they will do it for a few days and then our minds take over and we're like too much, too much. Holy moly. I don't like this. So really trying to make little changes like, okay, let's just eat some more vegetables. Okay. Let's just try to have an early lighter dinner again, you know, little habit changes. So for me, I actually, I have been, I actually went back to my hustle muscle and flow workouts, which is more hit style training. And that, that that's worked for me. So since April, that's what I've been doing. Um, and I do yoga and I really want to work on my headstands and, you know, little things like that thrown into my mix. And that for me lights me up. It makes me want to do things. So I'm not a fan of losing weight just for the sake of weight loss. So those six pounds, like it's not, I wasn't doing all that just for the sake of like, I need to lose these six pounds. I did it because in the past, not with my son, this was previous before I even had my son, I've gained 40 pounds and it happened because I wasn't paying attention to my habits. And instead of reversing it at maybe the six pounds, I let it go to 20 and it turned into 40 and um, I am 5'10", so I'm tall and I can, um, maybe you couldn't tell that it was 40 pounds, but it was 40 pounds. And um, I just, I know how fast that I can lose some of those habits. So for me, I have, you know, I have a happy weight range as we all do. So I was nearly at the top of mine with those six pounds. I had to reverse it. Um, so I didn't go in the complete opposite direction. Now, I think that's where we have to have a little bit of um, compassion with ourselves and determination and a little bit of willpower, willpower all at the same time, because I think that those are, those all come into play. You know, we have to start to do those things that, Hey, do I want to have a glass of wine every Friday night? You know? Yeah, yeah, I do. But do I like the end results? No, not always. You know, if I'm tired and I miss a workout on Saturday because I had too much to drink on a Friday night, um, that doesn't light me up. That doesn't make me excited. You know, plus I don't have any energy and I'm probably not going to make good food choices the next day. You know, we really start to have to weigh the pros and cons of things um, when we start to make those habit changes. So that's what I want you guys to kind of really think about is um, for me, lack of energy, the no motivation, unhappy thoughts. What, when that starts to turn to that, that's when I know I got to switch things around because that's usually always my, you know, guiding light or my star that I'm following to say, nope, you're going in the wrong direction. Let's reverse this train. So I want you guys to kind of think about that and how, um, you know, you can maybe make some of those changes in a healthy way. So maybe you approach it in just a different mindset than you had in the past. And that is all you need to kind of really make those goals become something that you can actually see yourself achieving. And um, at the end of the day, we really, it's just a journey. Life is just a journey. We're always on a journey. We're always going to have new challenges. So those were my challenges just a few months ago. You know, like now my new challenges, I don't know. I, I have not actually stepped on a scale since April. So I have to, um, you know, maybe I'll hop on and I'll see. Did, did those six pounds disappear? Did they not? Who knows? So 
I am going to, all right, so I actually just had to pause it because my son and my dog were having an interaction outside the office. So I didn't want that to be a situation. So now I just want to leave you guys with a challenge for the upcoming week. So my weekly challenge, I want you guys to write down one thing that you love about your body. And I want you guys to share it over on Instagram. So either in your Instagram story or maybe on your main feed. And then, you know, don't forget to, you know, tag me at Andrea Claussen 21 and let me know what that, what that one thing is. Cause I think that we always have something that we love about our bodies. So let us know what it is. I'm really sit with this and see what you guys can come up with and how you can find, um, kind of that flow with yourself and your mindset around your body. And this is a topic that again, it can be talked about over and over. And sometimes we need to hear these things over and over before something finally sticks or maybe just kind of clicks and you're like, that's it. I can t- finally, you know, reframe the way I was thinking about the situation. All right. So I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I will be back again next week with another solo show, mostly because I just labeled things wrong in my um, interview lineup. So I am going to be doing another solo show. um, And that is going to be all about how I quit busy. So I'm going to talk about that and kind of my Instagram break and how that went and how I, how I've come back around and I am in a much better place and space about it. So I want to share with you guys a little bit about how to do that in case you might be going through something similar in your lives. All right. Thank you guys so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the Peaceful Power podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclausen.com where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the peaceful power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.